Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation today will turn focus back to the emerging markets as my guest will outline how the economic landscape across the EM compares to that of the U.S., along with a look at where opportunities exist for EM investors and the investment implications to be mindful of. So joining me for the conversation today, I'm glad to welcome back Alejo Zerwanko. Chief Investment Officer for Emerging Markets Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Alejo, great to be with you as always. Thank you for dropping by and looking forward to our monthly conversation. Happy to be here, Dan. How are you? Uh, doing well, Alejo. And I know on a monthly basis, we do like to spend some time talking about your team's flagship publication, that being Investing in Emerging Markets. And uh, the title for this month is Managing the Bear. We'll dive deeper into that, though, just taking a step back, Alejo, considering that inflation here in the U.S. as it stands today, it does remain quite high. That coupled with, as we know, talk of a recession here in the U.S., that chatter has has been growing in recent times. So, Alejo, this economic landscape here in the U.S., how does it compare to the economic landscape being faced by the emerging markets at the moment? You're right, Dan. The reality is inflation remains stubbornly high in all of the developed world. We did get um, core PCE out of the U.S. this morning, a little bit of a respite, but, you know, it's challenging to see if this is really going to make a trend of consistently lower inflation prints moving forward when we're gathering broader data, not only from the U.S., but also coming out of Europe, that inflation remains a challenge in in the developed world at large. In addition, as you highlighted, we've been picking up increasing signs of weakening economic momentum, uh, and this is becoming a bit more widespread across indicators of in the U.S. and across uh, the ocean in, in Europe. Interestingly, a similar worsening in macroeconomic conditions is becoming more visible in emerging markets as well. And this is, of course, raising the level of investor unease. Let me give you an example. In two-thirds of the emerging markets we track, inflation is increasing at a rate of 6.5% or higher. At the same time, when you look at Real economic activity, it is softening on aggregate. I've seen, the, I've seen in the weakening trends in imports, retail sales, industrial production, and PMIs. Now, there is one important exception to this trend, which is China. Uh, the country is at a different stage in the business cycle, and this can be in good part explained by its unorthodox approach to handling the pandemic, as you have been following down, following weeks of economically damaging lockdowns. China has managed to bring the latest Omicron wave under control. Inflation in China remains subdued. And there is a reopening tailwind taking place on the back of fiscal stimulus, which is allowing the economy to recover from very low levels of growth. But by and large, emerging markets is drifting towards stagflation, And this path may not be over yet. Uh, After all, as long as China's zero COVID policy remains in in place, I think a start-stop pattern to its economy seems quite inevitable. The war in Eastern Europe has no end in sight, with Russia's gas supplies to Europe in question in recent days. The Fed 
the European Central Bank and even those emerging market central banks that have begun to normalize policy earlier and aggressively, all of them probably have further rate hikes to deliver so as to bring inflation under control. If you look at real short-term interest rates in much of the world, they remain in deep negative territory. So all in, then, we are facing a fairly uncertain outlook ahead. In terms of investment implications, the U.S., you take the U.S., for example, has been skirting around bear market territory at this point for about a month. What are the implications of this Alejo for emerging market assets? Quite interesting indeed, Dan. The, the S&P 500 of the last four weeks has been flirting with that you know, 20% correction from its nearest peak level. Um, and we're trying to find out whether their market will consolidate or not. In this context, I think it's quite informative to study how emerging market assets have behaved in prior U.S. bear markets. Reliable performance data for the emerging world is only available for the last three U.S. bear markets, that of 2001, that of 2008, and the most recent pandemic-induced bear market of 2020. What do we see? Bear markets are, of course, not a pleasant environment by any means for investors, but maybe counterintuitively, emerging market assets have historically held up quite well, outperforming the S&P 500 by quite some margin, and you can see the details of this analysis in our latest, latest piece. We need to recognize that the economic outlook remains uncertain and the range of possible outcomes quite wide. And... I think that emerging market assets today offer portfolios a fairly inexpensive way to diversify. Let me give you a couple of examples. While U.S. equities have only recently reached long-term valuation averages, emerging market equities are already trading at an 11 times forward price-to-earnings ratio. This is well below their 10-year average. And although U.S. high-yield bonds are showing only moderate signs of stress as of now, when you look at their spread over U.S. Treasuries, they're trading at their 60th percentile of the last two decades. Compare that with emerging market bonds, where a more dire situation is discounted, with spreads trading at their 90th percentile over the same period. It's interesting when you draw these historical comparisons to prior bear markets to perhaps help inform how markets will evolve here in the present. So perhaps, Alejo, as we begin to wrap up our conversation, we can talk about some asset allocation considerations. So, Alejo, can you walk our listeners through some investment opportunities within emerging markets, accounting for both bonds as well as equities? Definitely. Let's start with fixed income. We... Um, published an emerging market bond list on a on a weekly basis. And there you can see our coverage of companies in the emerging markets that are really global champions in their respective industries. Many companies exhibit relatively strong credit metrics. They have management teams that have shown a, a track record in handling different stages in the business cycle, different political environments, um, by and large, we have a good number of companies with high corporate governance standards, and therefore, the environment is ripe to pick up opportunities in this space. We have 
two outstanding investment themes. One is yield opportunities in Latin America. The other one is short-duration Pan-American bond opportunities. There you can see some of our topics, higher conviction calls within fixed income. Moving on to the equity space, we expect high-quality earnings growth leaders such as the internet and e-commerce segments in the, the, the emerging markets to outperform the broader segment at large. In addition, environmental, social, and government standards should help mitigate portfolio risks within emerging markets. And finally, then, geographically, China remains the most preferred market in our strategy, in good part thanks to the idiosyncratic business cycle dynamics that we discussed a few, a few minutes ago. So taken all together, then, it's unclear whether the already tough 2022 will eventually offer investors uh, some more breathing room. But I do think that avoiding concentrated positions and exploring options in emerging markets can help investors mitigate some of this year's portfolio damage. Well, Alejo, thank you for the guidance there on allocation. A lot to consider, a lot to follow up on as market conditions evolve over the second half. So looking forward to having follow-up EM conversations with you here on top of the morning. Of course, we do encourage our clients, our listeners, to read further into the piece, which correlates directly with Alejo's commentary this morning, that being the monthly Investing in Emerging Markets flagship. Again, the title for the latest edition being Managing the Bear. Alejo, great catching up with you this morning as always and look forward to picking back up with our conversation next month. Thank you, Dan, so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Thank you, Alejo. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.